Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning, hour number three already. It's incredible how time's flown by this morning, but it's 6.04 a.m. here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go down to Port Isabel now. Let's check in with our good friend, Robert Savillo. Rob, what's up, man? Hey, Mickey, how are you? Hey, bud. How are you? All right. What's going on in the big H-Town? Oh, man, big game tonight. Game six. That was crazy the other night. What the uh the bench clearing brawl? Oh, just the ending. I mean Oh yeah, the great, ending was I mean that but you know, it uh does that really surprise you with Al Tuvi? I mean, how many times have you seen <laughs> the guy do that? He's just he's unbelievable. That's true. Yeah. Good time of year. To be down here, crowd, big crowds are gone. Not a lot of boat traffic. Fishing's good. Not as hot. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a hot summer. <laughs> you think? Boy, I bet it was really hot down there. If it was as hot as it was up here, it just banned down that way. It gets bad. Yeah, I mean, if. I don't recall last um, summer being as bad as it was this summer. No. You know, it, all, it really all depends on if we get any breeze, you know, during those two months, July True. and August. But during that time, you just got to go early and catch them and get out of there. I know. I used to love it coming down there and fishing, you know, from Corpus down your way. It just... In the mornings, it's all slick and beautiful, and in the afternoons, that big that sea breeze kicks in. It blows pretty good, and then at night, yeah. it just lays down. Here you go again for the next day. Yeah, pretty. it's hard to find water like we got on the coast. It is. Um, Y'all got it, man. Skeeters <clears throat> hadn't been that bad either this year, which is good. 
Sometimes they get so bad on the golf course, you can't hardly play golf. That that bites. Yeah, they've hired a plane and flown the golf course a few times down here in the past spring. Right. Well, it's always got water because they're watering the course. Yeah. That true. keeps them hatching, man. That 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 uh, larva will stay dormant in the grass till it gets some water, and then boom, you got little little nasty stinging mosquitoes and little burning boogers, man. The little bitty ones, yeah. they're the worst. Can't see them. No. Yeah, pretty soon it'll water start getting cool enough where to stack the snook up a little bit in the ship channel. Yeah, probably yeah, probably what November is probably y'all's best month on snook. November, I December. Think yeah, probably December gets a little cooler. It's not that cold here in November usually. Well, that's true. Um, that's why I don't ever deer hunt much down there in November. Yeah. Not that it's not good, you know, it's it's good. You just gotta it's just hot. Well, it just yeah, don't feel like hunting when you're sweating, you know. Right. I I hunted the refuge last year and done it in a while. Um and I I don't think I saw an animal. Really? It wasn't it wasn't cold. It, they just don't wanna move. Plus you got I think that refuge is sixty five thousand acres, so if you ain't in the right spot. But, I mean, in the past, I'd always seen stuff, you know. I don't know what happened last year. A lot of people nothing. hunt that for nail guy, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of nail guy. I tried to get drawn on the, uh, there's another refuge in, out of Raymondville, Santa Ana, which is just full of game. I didn't get drawn, though. Oh, you got you to gotta apply to draw? Get a yeah. permit? Yeah. Uh, normally, on my refuge here, if you do it for 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 bow hunting, you, you'll get drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to uh, do it all at once, but now they kind of split it up in like four hunts, which makes it better, so you don't have as many people out at one time. But kind of hard to kill a nail guy with a bow. One, they're too smart. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Their eyesight is crazy. I think I did see where a guy did shoot one last year out here with a bow. That's something out of, yeah, it was something out of a, what's called a saddle. Uh, and was, he was in a mesquite tree. I guess he found a tree good, big enough to get off the ground. Hmm. I'm not sure what that system is, a satellite. I always hunt on lock-ons, you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I don't know what you're, you know. That's news to me, saddle. Maybe it's like a like a swing set, uh, you know, swing, you know, leather. You sit in. <laughs> you just hang yeah. there. Yeah. But now just... My last few trips has been um, mangrove snapper, trout, and redfish. Awesome. Yeah, good catches. Fish are healthy right now. Yeah, y'all get y'all get some big mangrove. 
Yeah, they uh, they they do get big. It's, yes, you don't catch the big ones all the time, but you know it's a big deal over in Venice and everything. And uh, you know they, that's the only thing they use live croaker for over there is to catch mangroves. Mike yeah. said a lot of guys use them. They the trout don't like them over there for whatever reason. That's mm. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. That is strange. It is. Them Maybe the main never eat them up. Maybe they get them before the trout get a chance. Well, true. That's that's possible also. They call like them a live shrimp. I've never seen a trout yeah. that turned down a live shrimp. You know. Well, well just about anything. Right. <laughs> true. The <laughs> uh, reason they call them snapper for a reason. I mean, they freaking they'll snap. And they got they got two little teeth there, boy. They will. Like hypodermic needles, you don't want to get your finger nowhere near that mouth. No, sir. Hopefully they're big enough and you can just uh, pick them up through the eyeballs like you would a bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we used to do the big old reds when we were wade fishing. You know, you can't reach yeah. around their shoulders. You just grab them in the eyeball sockets, take them off, and let them, let them swim off. <laughs> well... Did you ever get your hunting facility lined out? No, that deal fell through. I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get oh, the bull hunt this year. Well, well I, t I say I did. I'm not going to be able to hunt. I got a friend that's got a place up in Hopkins County, uh, Dallas right. area. I'm going to go visit him because I grew up hunting with him. He's got a place. I'm going to go after opening weekend. Um, they allow guests after opening weekend of gun season, so I'm going to go up there and Cool. Do a little camping, a little hunting. That'll work. Get yeah. away from the hustle and bustle. Well, there's not much hustle and bustle here right now. Well, so. no, there's not, but you know what I mean. Hunting's different. Yeah. Get away from it all. Spend some time in the woods of the brush, buddy. Yes, sir. Campfire, food. Yes. It's all good. Still going to have to visit y'all over there one time when y'all go. See a couple of my old buddies there from high school. Yeah, you come need to. With come over and hang out with us, man. Yeah. You'll like it. Good old homeboys. <laughs> See old Holloman. I haven't seen him in 30, 40 years. Oh, walking boss. I nicknamed him that. Boy, he used to wake everybody up every morning. Well, like some Steve. people, some people can rise and shine easy, and some can't. Yep. Yeah, he gives them one shot. He makes his way through the lodge and beats on that door and said, "It's five o'clock up in here." <laughs> <laughs> Either get so he, up or sleep still, in. He still goes when y'all go down there. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it's uh, it's his birthday too. Oh, okay. Same yeah, I don't think it's that is. far. It's not that uh, far from me. From I don't think it's that far from me from here. What? No, what, where is I, that? Man, that'd be. Well, it's in Heavenville. It's in Jim Hogg County. It's uh, oh, well, okay. it's thirty minutes east of Laredo. Okay. So you can just, man, you can be there in an hour, easy. I would think. Yeah, I worked on a ranch north of Laredo for a couple of years. Uh, mm -hmm. Boy, that place had some deer. Oh, yeah. 
the, good country uh, down there. A lot of game. Shaw, yeah, Shaw Pipe rented the place from the guy. Mm. And they had a huge lodge. And of course, they they did all the breeding and darting and right. nine yards. Well, he'd, they'd fly people in, fly people out, feed them, mount their deer and everything. Heck of an operation. A lot of that, yeah. a lot of it in Texas. Yeah, All right, Robert. Well, hey, man, I got to run already. But if somebody wants to call you about coming down to Isabel and fishing with you, what's the best way to get a hold of you, man? Sure. 956-433-1389. All right, buddy. Robert, you have a good one. Good talking to you. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, bud. All right. See you later. Later, man. All right. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 621 here in the Bayou City. Phone lines are open for the remainder of the show. If you care to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, let's go to Rick Bice, first caller of the morning. Rick, good morning. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you? Good, good. I hope. I couldn't be better than you. Fine. A little foggy out here today. Got to take it easy because these deer are running. They are running hard. Yep. And, uh, it's doe season for the you bucks start right seeing now. Dead deer. <laughs> you start seeing dead deer every day on the road. That's when the rut it started. But Yes. I mean, right now, it's 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 pretty aggressive. But uh, I was going to make a comment on something, Captain Lynn said, you know, he's talking about landowners um, and doe tags. Uh, you know, some of these counties, uh, they do it a little different. I don't know how they do it, but they get it. You apply for those tags. You don't have to even apply for it. They send them to you. And now it's the the. the this particular no, he was talking about property. years back when they didn't do that. Well, I know, but now, you know, you you have to apply for them. You're supposed to, right? But there's some counties you don't. It's whatever the guy had last time. That's what they give you this time. Mm-hmm. 
And two years ago, I had one of those counties. And uh, I just took this place over. It's kind of taking, I was managing it, basically. And this thing didn't have no deer on it. I mean, it just wasn't no deer. It wasn't no small truck either. Good area. It just wasn't no deer. So I went down there. I think it went to the county clerk's office. And I said, you sent me 16 doe tags. At, you know, had the owner sent him a letter, sent him to Rick Vice. Here's his number, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so I go down there and I said, hey, you sent me 16. No, no, I said, there's barely 16 trees on this ranch. <laughs> I said, there are no deer. And I said, you keep throwing out 16 in a year. I mean, they do cross through there a little bit. There ain't no deer. And that's why. I said, you need to quit. And so anyway, I I just told the ranch manager the story. I said, I'm just not going to give them out to anybody. I'm going to keep them. And uh, so just because, you you know, your county is going, wow, man, they're mailing me or I went and saw them or, the, and, or my biologist got me 20 doe tags. Well, has anybody done a deer survey on it? Or is there 20 does on the ranch? You know, I mean, it's it's really, I don't think it's that well organized, and uh, it can really mess up a a ranch if you you know want to do a little deer hunting on it, because half the people that are leasing the property or just bought the property they don't know what they're doing anyway. I'm not trying to knock anybody, but I just mm -hmm. deal with it, you know, and. Um, is going back to the proper management. They've never even heard of the word. You know, you go, what's your management plan? Well, I don't know. I don't have one. I said, well, you need to get one. I, well, I got a camera. There's some deer. I said, well, I know. Have you ever took the camera on the other side of the ranch? Well, no. I just got them on this one feeder on 560 acres. And I said, well, you know, as you, I think I've invested a few more. But anyway, it's always amazed me that some of these government entities will just throw these things out. And then some of the guys that's got places and they need them tags to get the management right, they can't get them. So it's a, it's a kind of a messed up system in my opinion. And I'm not speaking of every county, and I'm not blaming wildlife biologists for it. I know where there's some good ones, and and you know they can do a deer survey. It don't cost nothing. They work for TB and W. Right. And uh, you know, so very informative on what you got, what you don't got, and what your habitat looks like, what it don't look like, and what you're lacking, and blah blah blah. Right. But anyway, just I'm. I'll end it by saying I would I would recommend I'm not an expert, but I've just got a little experience with it. If if you get some tags in the mail or you apply and you get all them tags, you may not want to use all those tags. You want you may want to discard two thirds of them. You need to you need to get a survey. Well, it depends on your deer anyway, herd. Well that's I mean, how are you gonna find out without well, you know 
trying Anybody to find that's out, really in touch know? with their property and their land should know that, you know. Well, I know Blaine, he's, he's uh, you know, he's had his place forever, and that's what he does, and he knows pretty much everything he's got. He don't need a survey to tell him what kind of shape his place is in. But, well, you know, no, because he's a professional like guy. No, no, well, no. Yeah. Um, very few. He knows still, exactly most people what he's that are. Doing. That are into deer hunting and have their own place. They pretty they're pretty much in touch with their place, and then there's I some that own places getting, that never even go to them. Don't know. I will. Yeah, they don't go but one time a year, opening day yeah. or Thanksgiving. Right. And you know the the thing is, <clears throat> you know th- those people, you know they they can't figure out why they can't shoot a big buck. Well, <laughs> it's not it's not hard to figure out. Anyway, I'll get off on that. All right, buddy. But anyway, I'll check you later. Go Astros. All right. Amen. All All right. All right. Next up, let's go to Guitar Dave. Dave, what's happening? Hey, Tim. Hey, yeah, I heard you talk about walking ball speed, man. We worked together off and on for like 27 years, man. It was was always fun working around him, you know, because we always were talking about hunting and fishing. And I think he went a lot to Bandera, too. Yeah, well, his, uh, his family has a lot of property up there. Right. Now, is his son uh, working with Blaine now? Travis works down there part of the time. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. I've never been there when he wasn't there. Yeah. I remember when he was born. <laughs> but anyway, yep. uh, yeah, you're tough, man, you know, and, uh, I mean, real cool dude, man. And, and I've been trying to get a hold of Roland Doobie, but, I mean, I, I He's got this new phone number, I thought, but I haven't heard from him yet. I'm going to try to go through some channels and find what, what he's up to. I don't know. But, uh, hey, on our farm up there in New Waverly, uh, man, between my dad, my grandfather, and, every, and all of us, we pretty much knew what what was going on with everything. You know, rabbits, squirrels, deer, hogs. Uh, there was you know, on that 72 acres, when it was originally 72, now it's down to just 18. But, uh, you know, you're right in the middle of the National Forest. So you got, I think there's been two or three or four 10-pointers killed there and then a couple of eight-pointers and then some dough. But uh, the funnest thing I like to do was when my uncles that were in the police department would get on the back of the truck at 10.30 at night after they played dominoes, 42 or or gin rummy and then all right boys get up tomorrow we're going to get some rabbits and then you get about 25 or 30 rabbits and then we're out there skinning them you know but hey that's the way we kind of put our way uh, pay, paid our way through private school you know uh, farming and ranching and everything like that and spending for ourselves you know instead of having to depend on go to the grocery store every day but uh you know it, it's, it's it's a lot of fun and i i enjoy being uh, out, I just like sometimes just driving through the national forest, you know, mm-hmm. and on the permits too. Uh, yeah, you, I don't know exactly how you got to do that to get the national forest permits yet. I mean, I, I did one year, and uh, and it you got to have the booklet. It tells you where you can go, and this and that. And my favorite spot to go hang out was over there by Stubblefield Lake Bridge, and all the all the fiddlers and all the police officers would come over there and. They set up camp right down the road from the bridge there, and then uh, you know fiddle at night and hunt during the day, you know. So uh, right, but yeah, that's about it, Captain. Hey, yeah, I'm, right. let me get out to work here, and I'm I'm gonna slide on out of here, man. All right, thank Dave. You. Thank have you very a good much. Sunday. Thank See you, man. Yeah, thank Later. You.
All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. No better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display behind the counter there. All their different size bottles, regulators, and diffusers. If you need more info, you can call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when you're by the store, check out all their great prices on wild-caught Gulf shrimp. Whether you're looking for the big 912s, the 1618s, whatever, Boyd's has always got them. Great price, great availability, and their Cajun Grill next door. They've turned out some really good food there. Check them out at boydsonestop.com. Call them. 409-945-4001. 409-945-4001. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from the Twin Pink Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this beautiful Sunday morning. All right. Big game tonight, and uh, we're going to run up to Richland Chambers, check in with old Roy Simmons. I know he's a Rangers fan, so we're going to have a heated conversation here real quick. <laughs> Roy, what's up, man? There is no heat left in Mudsville. <laughs> I, had, I haven't waved the white flag yet. But, no, uh, don't do that. Y'all got a up there, man. Mickey, if I had called you last week, I'd have just made a total of ASS out of myself. <laughs> you know, just thinking it'd come back. We, we could at least win one game out of three, but. You well, just, look at us. We're well, only two at home. I mean, we're just praying we know. can win one at home now. Well, I heard one of those announcers the other night say, if the Strohs come back, go to the World Series, and win it, they'll be the first team in history to ever win a World Series with a losing home record. Have you heard that yeah. stat? Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm sure That's you've heard everything in the world incredible. living in I don't Houston. think anybody's yeah. ever got to the ALCS with a losing home record or even the playoffs. It's crazy. How that can happen, it, it, man. It is just crazy, and 
I don't know. I just uh, I just about quit baseball in the ninth inning of, the, of that last game. As I just knew when Altuve come up there after we walk walk runners, lead off runners, Maldonado and all that. And it well, just, Diaz led off with that hit when we pinch hit it for Pena for with him because he was yep. over in the playoffs, over ten, and he finally got that hit he needed. And uh, then they put Singleton in, which. I'm not a big fan of his as far as being a pure hitter or anything, but he's got a good eye, and that was a good call because yeah. he uh, he never even swung the bat. Just uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just such a, a wild series. I don't know that I've seen anything quite like it in the history of my baseball watching. Well, <laughs> so it, we'll uh, see what happens tonight. But uh, you know, nothing would surprise me. But uh, it would be a uh, it would be close to a surprise to see the. Rangers. I just don't know how you get yourself back up after that, but you know that, that had that's to what be they pay those punch. guys the big bucks for. But yeah. Altuve's done it to everybody, the Yankees, and no telling who. I yep. mean, I mean, it's it's not luck when you can do it that many times. I mean, uh, oh, it's just it's it's just, just still a pure ball player, man. And he, and he rises to the occasion, unlike a few of those Rangers that you know, old Simeon, our guy, led the league in hits, and he's just had a ugly ugly well look at at tucker our right fielder he led the led the league in rbis (laughs) and he's uh has he has he got one well he he did get two hits the other night maybe that'll be his breakout game he got a single and a double so but he went the other way he he used to be good at that he'd uh he'd just hit the pitch where it was pitched to him and hit it in that direction but yeah, uh, something else. A lot of ground outs <laughs> to second base here lately. It's, it's disheartening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean it's with Simeon, man. That guy scares me. Well, Adolis Garcia has always scared me more than anybody on that team, you know, with the big heads. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what. He just if took I was it too the far opponent, the night with all that showboat, and that created some problems. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Just, just shouldn't have. That's a bad call on the umps. You don't. You don't hit the guy with, uh, you know, the the uh, the run situation like it was. Well, yeah, and, uh, when you're in a four to two game and you got a chance to come back and win a game, anybody in their right mind knows that you're you yep. already got a man on base with no outs. You're not going to hit the next batter and put the, you know, that much more run damage ahead of you like that. I was just, it, I think agree the ball probably just came out of his hand, or you know, back in the old days. Back in the Nolan Ryan <laughs> days, that would have been intentional. You know, you uh, oh yeah, showboat on one yep. of our pitchers. We're gonna show you next time you come up to bat. But this it's guaranteed. Age, I just don't see it because <laughs> everybody's so strict. And then if, if if Nolan didn't hit you square in the back, he'd hit you in the head with his fist. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, you know, not to change the subject, but I'm on. I'm trying to forget that game and and look forward to it tonight. But you know, know the you same are. thing almost is uh, is almost happening over in the National League. The Phillies, you know, you just knew they were going to go to to Arizona and, and sweep it. And here's a three two series now. So it's well, it's interesting. Makes makes a baseball game. That's doesn't why it? we love baseball. <laughs> I mean, anybody. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, if you can't enjoy that, you're not a bunch of a fan. So win, lose, or draw. So we'll see what happens. But I got a feeling I might be. Uh, well, one thing uh, y'all got going for you tonight is uh, which Fromber shows up on the mound. Did we get the good Fromber tonight or the bad Fromber? So y'all got a chance. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's it'd be fun to watch. I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's a seven. Yeah, it's seven yeah, o'clock. Yeah, seven o'clock. Yes, sir. Yeah, because right. the other the other league they're taking off totally for a travel league. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I thought I'd better call, and uh, I haven't waved the flag, but it's 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 down at my feet. So <laughs> let's see what happens. Well, it is baseball, and a lot of weird stuff happens. It, you just never yeah. know. I'm I'm not feeling secure yet. It, yeah, uh, no, now you if can't. I, if Javier was pitching tonight, I would, but uh, he's Ooh. got game seven if needed. What a oh man! He what did he go five innings, six innings, something like that. Golly, yeah, he's just I mean, awesome. He's, uh, uh, he just he's he ice water runs through that boy's veins. He he's, is for a young guy. He's special. He is special. Well, we got yeah. As much as you stay up with, we got one that came up. You know, right at the end. You know, not a pitcher, but the old Carter. He's a oh, ball yeah, playing he's, dude. Golly. And to do what he's doing as a 21-year-old kid that just kind of lucked into it. Not lucked well, into it, but yeah, Y'all break. got a manager, too, that I have a lot of respect for, a really good manager, you know, Bruce Bochy. Yep. He's yep. he's a good one. And we got a good one, too. I mean, Dusty. Well, you do. Dusty you is do. something else, boy. I, uh, and plus, he likes to fish. He's a fisherman. I oh, is like he? It. I even like him better for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he can't be all bad then, fisherman and no, a good guy. No, fishes, he can't be all bad. You got that right. Got to love I know you got other you, you got other guys hanging on, but I figured I better call you and just uh, well, get your take on it. There, before you let me go. How's uh, oh, 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 oh! Uh, here, another thanks. I had a couple come up from Paraland that uh, had listened to you for years, listened to us mm-hmm. talk, and. Uh, did a Tuesday afternoon and a Wednesday morning with me this last week. Both nice days. Uh, really wanted to try some crappie. Mm. And uh, I, had, I had told them, you know, my white bass, and I really hadn't tried much crappie, hadn't been doing much, but we've been loading the boat with catfish. So we, we tried Tuesday afternoon. We caught a few brush pile crappie, looked a little bit for these disappeared white bass and gave up on them. And, uh, and had a wonderful Tuesday afternoon with, you know, the fishermen know that you can't do it every time. And then uh, right. the next day I, t- I took them up the creek to the catfish hole and we put 50 eater size blues and channels in the box in about there two hours. It, it just, uh, you know, and they're already talking about uh, April, May with the white bass making their, their next trip up because oh, they couldn't believe that. it. I mean, Nobody on that lake for two days except us and maybe another boat or two. And, uh, and just, you know, it was a, a little nicer fall weather. We, we actually got back to summertime by, you know, yesterday, day before. So, uh, it's just really nice and watching teal come through, pelicans and migratory birds, a couple of eagles and it's fall. I like it. Nice? <laughs> so, no we're catching fish. We just got to be selective on what we, what we, what we go after. And right now the, my whites have disappeared, so we're just whacking them catfish. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing fishing, wrong. Fishing. Go with what you got. Got a, got a few days in November that we could fill, uh, and, uh, you know, things come open occasionally. So if people want to try to make a little trip up the road, 903-389-4117, goneFishing.biz, and uh, very weak gold rangers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, Royce, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. Bye-bye. All, right. All right, that's Royce Simmons up at Richland Chambers. Big cowboy and Rangers fan. All right, got to love it. All right, let's go down to deep south Texas now. I know who this guy's pulling for. 
Let's go to Blaine Fryermood, Captain Fryermood in South Texas. What's up, man? Here we are down in Hebronville, and we're rooting for the Astros. Atta boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've all been sitting on the porch listening to you guys this morning. <laughs> lots lots yeah. of fun. You're right. Lots of fun. Lots of good baseball. Yes. Nothing America's like it. pastime. I wish it was fall down here, Mickey. It's hot, man. We've had. I know it. I've been thinking about you this week. I said, "Boy, I bet it's hot down there right now." In the nineties, still, it just won't. It just won't break over to fall. We've we've had a couple little cold fronts that got us kind of going, but man, we're waiting for it. But looking at the long range, looks like opening weekend of deer season, we're going to get some fifties down here, which would be a blessing if we could just right, pull that I'll off. Put in for my time off right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, we're winding up. I've never now. been there on an opener that it was cool. Never. Oh, I know, I know. It's usually eighty-five and full moon. Right. You know, usually. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but looking good, man. Everything's looking good. The doves are still just unbelievable. I guess like every dove in the whole United States is in South Texas. Well, Everybody, that whole area. I mean, there's a radius down there that's just you can't get another dove in it. I talked to Cliff yesterday, and over his way. They're back, and, I mean, it is absolutely stupid, he said. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's very good for our customers, by the way. But the coolest thing is, for me, is it's not that good in the mornings. The doves, just there's so much food for them, they don't have to work at it. So right. what they do is in the mornings, they just fly out of the trees for a minute, and then they go sit on the ground, and you don't see any flying. Then about 5 o'clock in the afternoons, here they come, wave after wave. And where we are... In the mornings, they move from the west to the east, and in the evenings, they move from the east to the west, which is really good because the doves, you're, they're looking into the sun, going somewhere, wherever they go. And, you know, we got, we're sitting in the shade, so it's a, just a cool deal, really perfect conditions for it. So, but it's a, it's, I got 15 people down here winding the dove season down, and everybody gets their limit every day, so nothing to Isn't it. That's something. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. We only killed one rattlesnake this weekend so far. Well, so that's, a, that's a plus. That's, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know None whether that's that good thing. or bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but me and JP have been mowing quail roads. We got over 500 miles to mow, and we got most of it done. And you know what we do is we go through all the ranches, all the open fields, and mm. mow little quail trails through them. And a quail season opens next weekend. Right. And anyway, we get all those quail roads mowed, and then we come back and, and put some stuff down on the ground for them, usually milo and wheat, and uh, then the quail come to the roads, and then that's there it is. You just drive the roads and covey after covey after covey. But we got – it's been so hot and so wet. Now the quail are pairing off again trying to – they're making eggs. It's crazy. Really? You know, it's just, this is, yeah, this is like their fourth hatch. They're trying to do it, and that's why we want a cold front to hit so they'll stop – because now you got little pears everywhere instead of those giant instead big 20-bird coveys. Yeah, last you know, week you, you were seeing 15, 20-bird coveys. Well, we're still seeing that, but the m more mature birds paired off again on yeah. us, and now they're trying to do their nesting thing. It's crazy. It's just too hot. We're not, we haven't had a fall down here. So it's hot and wet, bugs by the millions. We're fixing to have that butterfly hatch go off because as we're mowing, just those caterpillars are falling out of the trees and they just get all over you. I mean, oh boy! Get, you get through mowing, you got about a hundred caterpillars crawling all over <laughs> your body. Crazy, but those those butterflies are fixing to go here pretty quick. So we're waiting on that too. But 
man, the deer, as I, we're mowing all these quail roads, mowing all the shooting lanes on the blinds right now, man, we're seeing some really nice bucks, Mickey. I awesome. Mean, it's good stuff. Good stuff, you know. So hopefully with cold weather, they'll come to corn, but it's so green right now. I don't think the deer are going to come to corn very well down here. You know, we've while. seen that before in the past, man, with all that green foliage, they just won't come to the corn. It just, no, uh, no. I mean, the biologist says the deer That's can just walk. candy to them compared to the foliage, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. The good stuff is out there. All that little green stuff come up, all the legumes and little grass stuff coming up. They well, like that's, that. that's the real stuff. nutrients they need, too, for good horn development and everything else. And, hey, it might be one of those years, buddy. All the deer are roly-poly, man. Everybody. I bet they are uh, fat. The bucks, the does, they all just been living the life of Riley. It's just easy on everybody. Mm-hmm. It ain't yeah. easy on them on their ears, though. The gnats are so bad down there with all this green stuff going on. The gnats are eating those deer up, man. <laughs> those poor deer with those big old ears. They're Shaking their head all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, uh, this is the time of year of this magic for us. You got all this stuff coming together, doves and quail and deer. And next weekend is the last weekend of dove season, but the opening weekend of quail See, season. That, so that's that's a, big... a cool time because you can quail hunt in the morning, get you 15 quail, and dove hunt in the yep. afternoon and get 15 get doves. Get 15 doves. How about Texas some of that? The most 30 bird days, baby. <laughs> Texas is the most liberal state for, for limits that, that there is. And, you know, it's just, uh, we're just, we're living a good life here in Texas. Well, right it's because we got good, you know, we just got a vast amount of game. Yep. And Texas Parks and Wildlife did me the biggest favor that I've had in many years. They came out with a dove survey early in the summer about how we oh, doubled yeah. our numbers. Counts were up. <laughs> White wings were really expanded and, uh, oh, white doves were way up and, uh, people just, uh, they took note on now, that. So, hey, I, yeah, they said, "Hey, maybe I can kill a limit of doves this year." Yeah. But my <laughs> uh, my my booking skyrocketed thanks to Texas Parks and Wildlife Survey there in in, in August. So yeah. we've been busy. Thank goodness we've been busy, Mickey. It's been a good dove season for us. So That's not good. don't have to drive very far. You know, sometimes we got to drive all the way to the other side of the county for something to hunt the doves. We've just been able to stay right here at the camp and five minutes right. away from the doves every day. Just same spot over and over and over again so it's it's the goat weed we have got the croton which is goat weed and mm -hmm. all of south texas it, that stuff came up and it's popping out right now so all the doves that come down they just plop down the ground they walk around for 10 minutes and they're full their crawls are just full of those little bb sized croton and he's at the cleaning table every day he's just got millions and millions of little bb's there but it's uh everybody's happy birds are happy deer are happy and we're happy we can just get a little cold weather. Well, sooner or later, come. <clears throat> sooner or later, we'll get it. Well, well I wish I was there fishing. I know fishing's kind of perking up a little bit from what I heard out of people out of Thompson's. Yeah, just a ton of little time. fish everywhere. But it's October. It's supposed to be good. Even when it's bad, it's supposed to be good. And yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, all my buddies are going out. Yeah. Flounder and reds is really the bonus. Trout are just, there's a lot of them. There's just not many keepers in No it. keepers, right. Yeah, right. There's not few, in our neck of the woods anyway. Well, it's kind of that way everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure well, your living room will be full of uh, baseball enthusiasts tonight oh, up down there. Well, we got this new 65-inch TV on the porch now, so we all sit outside watching now. Oh, that's that even big. more cool. Oh yeah, everybody sits out around the fire and watches watches the game. 
Of course, we, right. we don't need a fire right now. We need we need air conditioners on us in the afternoons out here. I know. <laughs> well, but a lot of, that's a lot of bees. Y'all still got a lot of bees. Honeybees? Not very yeah. many. We're not seeing them. And well, guess what? There's no last yellow jackets. Year was the worst I've ever seen them, man. Oh, I know it. They were everywhere, and there's hives everywhere. But for some reason, we're not seeing them. You know how they kind of come around the house and get around the where you have soft drinks and all that open right. those bees will try to get into them they're not doing that but the, the craziest thing is all these millions of miles that we're driving on tractors we're seeing zero yellow jacket nests none we don't know where they went or what happened to them you know so, it was uh, an no off year up here uh, like last year the red walls were just by the thousands everywhere and this year they're just a few nothing like in the past so yeah Man, I haven't been home, but what happened? Did we have pecans this year with the drought, or did we not get any pecans? It's not good. Area? I mean, you know, good for the crow bait, and I mean, even yeah. squirrels, they just very few they good do. pecans. I mean, uh, I lost probably 80% of my pecans during the summer in the drought when they were real little. They were just falling off. Trees were yeah. so stressed. Well, I'm going to have to come know. home tomorrow and mow my yard. I haven't mowed it in a month and i'm sure it looks like a jungle out there now with all the rain y'all got recently well yeah but it's uh it slowed the the growth slowed down with those cool nights you know the ambient temperature yeah yeah but it's green everything's green so you'll like that all right well hey if somebody wants to call you about coming down and hunting how do they get a hold of you come down to the south texas hilton and live it up man (laughs) we got plenty of room for anyone for all the stuff we got going call me at 713-703-6656 and i'll see you this afternoon buddy i'm headed towards baytown all right call me when you get in town be safe driving back all right all right ghost rose see you buddy all right all right that's captain blaine firemood down in deep south texas But uh, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.